Hey, 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 it's Tanya. Hey there, it's Tanya Stokes. <laughs> How you doing? It's Tanya Stokes. I want to welcome you to my podcast. Um, hey, this is where I come to let it all out. This is where I come to talk about the things that interest me and the things I want to share with you because I know you're interested in hearing it. So today I want to talk to you about self-promotion. Why is it so hard for us to promote ourselves? Why? So I was on social media um, this morning, actually, and I saw something that was a little disturbing. I was like, why is this person doing this? It was weird. Very weird. Um, and uh, I don't know. It just prompted me to get on here and talk to you about self-promotion. Um, this person is on social media promoting someone else's business. Um, I actually went back on the page. Like, like I saw it before, but I thought it was just like, ah, yeah, this one-time thing. But uh, why do we do that? Why do we, um, why do we promote other people's businesses harder than we do our own? You see that a lot, like especially with a hairstylist and barbers. You'll see them with the Chanel logo. Like Chanel is the god, especially for hairstylists. You know what I mean? It's the Chanel pin. It's the Chanel bracelet. It's the Chanel perfume. It's the Chanel, like Chanel, Chanel, Chanel. And um, it's weird because they don't promote themselves. Not all of them. A lot of them do. But that's why you see a lot of um, new entrepreneurs promoting their t-shirt brand or their t-shirt line. And, you know, when you see them on these uh, platforms, they're wearing a t-shirt that's their own brand. Like when you see me with the unbox me t-shirt, that's my shirt. Uh, if you go further back in a few of my older podcasts, you'll hear the, the unbox me podcast. And, um, so that's a podcast about how we let people put us in these boxes. So when you see me with an unbox me t-shirt or an unbox me hat, that's my brand. Um, so I don't hate on them. They, but they wear it in every video at every interview, like they're doing their thing. They're promoting their business. They're going hard. And these people, a lot of them came from, let's say corporate where they were pushing a bank or pushing a product for someone else. So I love it. You know, they got the game down packed. But I'm here today to talk to you. Why are you on social media going hard building someone else's dream? Do you remember that quote by Tony Gaskins where he said, if you don't build your own dream, someone else will hire you to help build theirs. And I see a lot of that happening. I know promoting yourself isn't easy. I remember 
in 06. I wrote a book, launched it. Of course, social media wasn't popular then. I don't even know if we were hard up on Facebook at the time. I don't know what we were doing. Um, I think at that point, Facebook was just for the college students. I can't remember. But anyway, um, yeah, so I wrote my first book titled uh, What Every Hairstylist Wanted to Know But Were Afraid to Ask. And it's an industry book. I very rarely do things for the masses. I kind of keep things within the family, <laughs> so to speak. Like there's no need for even some of my girlfriends are like, I want to buy a book. I want to support you. You know, and I'm like, you could buy a book for your hairstylist, but this book isn't for you. So I wrote The Keys to Your Salon Success. That was an audio book. And that was a DVD compilation, right? Um, it was supposed to be like several volumes. I only did um, like two or three volumes and then I was over it. But both times I had to promote myself. And a good friend of mine interviewed me and that was a bonus on the uh, DVD compilation. It was really good. She also helped me write the book. I wrote the book and then she went back and softened it a little bit. Cause I'm like at nine o'clock, this happened, 10 o'clock, this happened. And she was like, and the birds and the coffee and the oatmeal. So she added all that stuff and it was awesome. You know, I sent it to the library of Congress, you know, I packaged it the way I was supposed to. So if you Google it, cause I know you will. So if you, <laughs> if you go to the library of Congress, you will see both my books there with my name. Promoting yourself is not easy. It's not. Because after writing the book, I had to start calling like um, beauty schools and hair salons like, hey, my name is Sonia Stokes. Da, 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 da. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to write a script and I'm going to promote my book as if I am not the author. So then it was, hey, just wanted to reach out to you. I'm, I know you may be having some challenges in your salon, um, but one of our clients wrote an amazing book. It's called The Keys to Your Salon Success. It goes through daily operation of the salon. It talks about time management. It talks about marketing and branding. A lot of great information in there. I'd like to send one out to you. How many stylists do you have in your salon? So if they said five, <laughs> you know, I did the math, 12 times five. And, you know, then the person said they didn't have any money. <laughs> so it, it was one of those things. Like I tried to be like a straight up salesperson. And uh, it was a lot of work. I was a national educator for Revlon. So my job was to train other stylists about the Revlon multicultural product. So I've trained hundreds of hairstylists at countless salons. So I figured as I travel, I will find a way to introduce my book to people. So I'm like, oh, I'm Tanya Stowe here. We're talking about our multicultural line. I'm not here to teach you how to do hair. I'm not here to teach you how to properly apply a relaxer. My goal today is to teach you the Revlon way. So let's get started. You know, that kind of thing. 
So we'll, you know, we'll go through, I cover, make sure I covered all the bases as far as um, what I'm supposed to teach. You know, the thing, tell them what you're going to teach them, teach them, and then tell them what you just taught them. <laughs> so I did all of that. And then when I was done, I would share a story with them. I used to share the who moved my cheese story. And I was like, you know, cause I'd like to leave people full, right? Don't you want to fool people's buckets when you're done with them? So I like to leave people's buckets full. So I would leave them with who moved my cheese. So I would go through that story and people would be like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. So I stopped doing who moved my cheese. And then I started sharing excerpts from my book. And then it was, that was an amazing story. Where's that from? I was like, oh, you know, that's an original. It's, it's a part of, you know, it's from one of the chapters of my book, um, which I have today, if you guys are interested in blah, 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 blah. So that's how I started pushing the book. And then from there, I was like, look, I'm not an author. Like, I'm not writing another book, but I like to run my mouth. <laughs> so the next project was the keys to your salon success. And that's just the journey I'm on. I'm the, I just want to talk about getting better. I don't think that hairstylists have a problem with hair. Most of us have a problem in business. Just like the person that's out there marketing someone else's business. When you have the same business, why aren't you marketing your business? It's weird. It is very weird. That's weird. I know. You know, I love TikTok and the reels, but it's weird. So let's talk about that. It was very uncomfortable for me to promote myself, but I found a way to do it. I found a way to sell those self-published books. And from there, I went to some of the schools just on my own, you know, not a part of the Revlon brand, but just on my own you know, talked to some of the students, gave the teacher a book, you know, of course, I'm not going to sell the book to the students. But I just, you know, started just giving them out. But what that did for me was it helped me hear myself. It helped me push my own business and brand, hear my voice, promote Tanya, the author, so I want to talk to some of the corporate people right now, because I know during the lockdown, a lot of you guys pivoted. You're still in corporate, but you started your side gig. And what I'm starting to see is you are so conditioned because that's what corporate America does. I, I'm from the corporate world. You are so conditioned to the corporate way that when it's time for you to do your own thing, you're confused. So you still promote corporate, which you shouldn't. I'm not saying, I'm not saying quit your job or anything. I'm just saying 
If you started a side hustle, why are you still promoting another business? You should be promoting your side hustle. You could mention corporate. You can mention corporate without saying the name. That's a thing with women. Women struggle with that. Women feel like they have to say, oh, let me tell you what Damon did. And let me tell you what Cheryl did. And let me tell you what Denise did. And then, you know, Pookie said, women struggle with telling a story without mentioning a name. So they'll be in the nail shop, in the hair salon, like, girl. And then Denise said, and I'm like, we don't call names in here. So see, because you can't do that. It's hard for you to tell somebody your journey without dropping the name because you are conditioned to name drop. So let me tell you what happened this weekend. Um, a good friend of mine um, was interviewed. She did an amazing job. She's just an amazing person. Knows her stuff. She's very intelligent. You know, she she does a great job of moving from good to great, right? So um, this isn't my first time seeing her in action. But every time she does an interview, she always plugs her training. And to plug your training is to give, is to, to plug your training is to name drop, to say the name of the company that trained you. And that's what they want you to do. So they train you and then they say, so yeah, go out and build your business, you know, and don't forget you have to say our name, say our name, say our name, say our name. You really don't. You're a 1099 worker, so you really don't have to plug their name. You don't. It's like I, you know, I am a hairstylist, but I also sell real estate. We were taught that same thing. You had to go out and plug the name, plug the name, plug the name of the firm that you're affiliated with. So when I am out on firm business, if I'm going to a seller's house, if I'm introducing myself to a buyer, if I'm at a closing, if I'm in the office, I wear my firm pin. But if I am just out walking the mall, in the grocery store, sitting in my car, doing a video, I don't wear that pin. You'll see me with another pin that says Realtor. So here's what happens when you do that. If I wear the firm, if I wear the firm's pin, because the firm has built a brand, which they should. If you don't ask me, you see the firm, you see the name, more than likely you'll probably Google the firm and you'll find an agent at the firm. But if I'm wearing my realtor pin, more than likely you'll come to me and say, oh, you sell houses or you know how y'all mess the word up. You're a realtor and it's not a realtor. It's two syllables. It's just realtor. But anyway, let's move on. You're a realtor. Um, may I have a card? You know, I may or may not give you a card. I may give you a card or I may say, ah, you know, let me just airdrop you my information. What is your number? So if I airdrop you my information and I ask for your number, now I have your number. And then I could reach out to you later on. But when I airdrop you, here's what you get. T. Stokes Realtor. 
TanyaStokes.com. T. Stokes Homes, 704-756-2752. See how I branded myself? You have all of my information that brings you back to me and not to the firm. I was trying to explain this to this young lady. And she was like, oh, you, you always get on me about that. I said, because that is important. I said, imagine the impact you would have if someone interviews you and you say, well, I decided to do this line of work because I knew there was a need for this type of training. When I started, I struggled in this area. And I was able to go from entry level to VP in a matter of five years. Or I was able to go from entry level to president, not of the department, but of the company in three years. And because of some of the strategies that I teach, because of some of the strategies I teach, I've seen growth in so many of my clients. Because of what I went through in corporate, I don't want anybody else to go through that. So I've drafted a way for people to bypass the hard times. So I decided to open my business called blah, blah, blah. That alone pulls people in. When you say I started entry level and in five years I was vice president or I started entry level and in three years I became president, that I struggled, I went through these hard times and I want to teach other people how they could bypass that. When you break it down that way, people will pause the video to get a notebook. See, it doesn't matter what the interviewer is asking. What matters is how you respond. So if they say, well, you know, what made you decide to get into this? And you say, oh, because I went to TanyaStokesSchool.com and I stayed there for like three years and she trained me how to, well, you just, all you're doing is promoting me. You're promoting my school and everyone will come to me. Oh, she said she went there. They'll forget about how great you are. You just sent them all to me. But when you say, I struggled. I started an entry level making $20,000 a year. And within five years, I became vice president now making $170,000 a year. Or I started at entry level and within three years, I became president of the company. I became the first blah, blah, blah. That holds more weight. So then even when you say, when the, when the interviewer comes back and says, where did you go, go to school? Or where did you get your training? Even when you come back and say, I went to the Tanya Stokes School. That fell on deaf ears. You know why? Because everybody is still high from, she went from entry level to VP in five years. She
she went from 20,000 to 170 plus thousand in three years. That's all they remember. They forgot the name of the school. So you have to be careful when you're doing interviews, especially if you just started a business. Remember, everything you say is about bringing people to your business. And we don't care about your training. Do you know what school Tony Robbins went to? No. Les Brown? No. Jim Rohn? No. Nobody cares because those guys are so amazing. Nobody cares. So when I'm on social media and I see people go, oh yeah, and they're promoting another company and you look at their page, they're not promoting themselves at all. No pictures of your work. And I'll be honest, like I am not on social media the way that I should. I have a social media page to be relevant, but I still do a lot of stuff old school. Like just airdropping my business card to people is new. I still send out flyers. I still have business cards, like a stack of them. I'm always ready. I still do a lot of things the old school way because it still works. I still promote Tanya. And I know you are struggling promoting yourself. Remember, people always talked about your, what is it, your elevator speech or your elevator pitch? You should be able to tell somebody about your business in 60 seconds or less. Write that. So when you are asked about your business, just say that. Or write your mission statement. Say that. Oh, I see you've been quiet. So, I mean... What is it that you do? Oh, I create hairstyles that fit your lifestyle. In an environment that brings balance to your hectic life. I see people grow from the inside out and it makes me feel great. I make people feel amazing. I love what I do. What is it that you do again? I'm a hairstylist. We're located in a university area off of W.T. Harris. You're never going to catch me not promoting myself, ever. And if the energy isn't right with the person that I'm talking to, I probably won't promote myself, but I'll tell you about a hairstylist in my salon. Or I'll tell you about a hairstylist in my building. But it's still going to come back to me. It always does because then the person wants to know, well, why, why didn't you give me your information? Oh, because what you want done, I don't do. Those people always come back to you. You know, if they want extensions, you don't do extensions. Well, what is it that you do? I do natural hair. I do relaxers. I do cuts and colors. I choose not to do extensions. Those people will always come back to you. Eventually, they will come sit in your chair without their weave. <laughs> because it was something about you and the way you promoted yourself that piqued their curiosity. It happens every time. Though it's weird 
when I see entrepreneurs that I know that I know are entrepreneurs that I know are having some challenges building, and then you are on social media promoting another person's business. It is stupid to me, but I can't tell you what to do, right? Right. I can't tell those people what to do, but you, I'm here to set you straight. Stop doing that. Stop doing it. It doesn't serve you. I just gave you three examples of what you should do and ways that you should do it. It's okay if you're uncomfortable. I'll tell you something else you could do. When you're in your car and you're driving down the highway, get used to hearing your voice. So you just talk to yourself. It's like, oh, I'm getting in my car, putting on the seatbelt. I just started the car. I put the car in reverse, look both ways. I backed out of the driveway. Now I'm driving towards Highway 77 North. Now I want you to add a smile to it. Now I'm driving towards 77 North. My goal is to get off on the Greensboro exit. I'll be on that highway for another 10 minutes and then I'll get off on exit 42 which is W.T. Harris. Get used to saying that. Here's what happens. You get used to hearing your voice, hearing your voice, hearing your voice. If you're at the grocery store, I'm looking for detergent. I see the Harris Teeter brand, but I prefer Clorox. I see the Clorox, put it in my buggy. Now I need Lysol. Let me get some Ajax. Oh, I need a steel wool, whatever. Don't talk loud because people will think you're weird. You get used to hearing yourself. So when you run into someone and they go, hey, how are you doing? Every time I see you, you always look so nice. What is it that you do? I make people feel good. I make people feel better about themselves. I own an artist development studio in Noda. I would love to teach you the correct way to apply makeup, the correct way to speak, the correct way to stand. Let me get your information and I will airdrop you my information. You walk away from that person like, I can't believe I just did that. Because you know who you are, you know what you do, but some people get so uncomfortable hearing themselves talk and promoting themselves. Just say it. Hear yourself say it. Say it all the time. Some some of your people that don't understand, especially some of your corporate friends, because you're in corporate, whether you're in corporate or not, you know, some of your friends, they're your friends until you start doing something different and then you're doing too much. Then you're conceited. Then you're a lot to take right now. Forget about them. We don't have time for them. Let's keep it moving. You know, if we hadn't learned anything else in this, this, uh, what is it? If we hadn't learned anything in this climate that we're in, it's like, you got to learn to pivot and keep moving. I'm not saying don't ever talk to those people again, but let's not spend too much time on there. What's the old saying? If you are, if you have five nagging friends, you're going to be the sixth. 
If you have five rich friends, you're going to be the sixth rich person. So take the high road. If you have five nagging friends, leave those nagging friends where they are. You do not want to be the sixth nagging friend. If you have five depressed friends, I'm sorry, you got to check on them from time to time, but you're going to be the sixth one. If you stay in that group, I promise you that. So you got to learn to leave people where they are, go get what you want, and then you can come back and check on them. Okay. So get comfortable being uncomfortable. Get uncomfortable being uncomfortable. Get uncomfortable talking about yourself. How you doing? My name is Tanya Stokes. Yes, I do natural hair. I also do relaxers on Yelp. My salon was in the top 10 natural hair styling salons in the Charlotte area for over uh, almost two years, actually. Um, if something we can do for you, feel free to give me a call at 704-756-2752. But I'd like for you to give me your information so I could send you my information that way. Whenever we're having deals or if we're looking for a model, you know, I would love to consider you. You have beautiful hair. Get, get comfortable being uncomfortable. None of this stuff is new. This is stuff you've been hearing over and over and over again. And just because you're new, like you're just, you just started your business. Just because you just started your business does not mean that you have to do free stuff. And if you choose to do free stuff, because you're self-promoting, find the right person. For example, example, as a hairstylist, when my son and I moved here, we didn't know anyone. I had one friend here and she was on the opposite side of town. And um, I knew that I wasn't going to promote the salon that I was working in. Like I had already scoped the place out. Like they weren't very popular. Um, everybody in the salon were married or lived with uh, what cohabitating. And um, so I knew I had to build my own brand. Um, it became very clear, you know, walk-ins would come and they wouldn't say, well, hey, you know, she's there. You know, They would take the walk-in. So I just, you know, I did the thing that I, that I know, like I know how to self-promote. So I did that. So I went out, got some business cards, even though the owner of the salon was like, Hey, um, you can go ahead and put the, the, um, the salon on your business card. Here's the salon number, blah, 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 blah. I knew I was not going to do any of that. Um, in, in Charleston, the name of my salon was Styles of Distinction. And I had like a little makeup department, so to speak, that I called New Faces International. So when I sold the salon and moved here, then I decided, you know what? I'll just use New Faces International. It was a great name. One of my girlfriends gave me the name. So I put New Faces International on everything. I got the .com. I put it on my business card. I took my cell phone number and put it on my business card. Like I brought all the traffic to me. Everything was Tanya Stokes, new faces, Tanya Stokes, new faces. And I started to build my own brand and I never had a problem 
promoting myself. I did all the old school stuff and I still do it to this day. I'll go get a buggy, go to Walmart, go to TJ Maxx, go to the mall, whatever. You go, you load that buggy up with stuff. You're moving around. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Oh, you know what? That's a beautiful shirt. Yeah, that is nice. And they're always going to compliment you on the way you look. You can't do this if you're busted. You got to look nice doing it. You know, they'll compliment you either on your clothes or your hair. And here's how you control the conversation. You always bring everything back to what you do. Even if someone says, oh my God, your shoes are amazing. Thank you. I got these shoes from Saks Fifth Avenue. Really? They're nice. Yeah. And they're very comfortable. So I'm a hairstylist down the street here. And, um, listen, I need comfortable shoes to work in. And these are very comfortable, even if they're heels, you know what I mean? You know, I'll, I'll work in them for a couple hours and then I'll take them off and put on my work shoes. But, um, it's comfortable enough for me to wear at work. And I do it in the salon all the time. The person almost always, if she's not a hairstylist, will say, what salon do you work at? And that's when you go in for the kill. <laughs> so you always find a way to bring it back to what you do. So if you're at Walmart, same thing. Everybody's loading up the buggies with stuff. You just have this random buggy with stuff in there. Don't walk around with an empty buggy. You walk around, you say, hey, how you doing? You know, And you're looking for people that are your ideal client. And um, you can go back and listen to that podcast um, a little later where um, we talked about the ideal client. You know that this person so far is the ideal client. She has the look, you know, you check out what's in her buggy, the whole nine. So you approach them by saying whatever. You may want to compliment them. Oh, your hair is amazing. Who does your hair? And sometimes they'll tell you who does their hair. And then sometimes they'll say, well, I don't want to tell you because I'm mad at her or I'm mad at him or whatever, you know, but if they, let's just say they told you, oh, I get my hair done at such and such salon. Then you always bring it back to you. They're doing a great job. Oh, you know what? Let me give you my business card just in case your hairstylist is not available. Um, I would love to take care of you until they come back. I don't know how many clients I've gotten that way. <laughs> and if you are a client listening, <laughs> I know you're like, she got me. <clears throat> Most of my clients, I promise you, I handpicked them. So social media really doesn't do a lot for me. And some people back in the day, now there's stories from back in the day. I still do some of these things to this day. But back in the day, I had my appointment book in my purse. And some people will schedule an appointment on the spot, you know? It's almost like, like we do the same thing in, in real estate. You know, you go to an event and you ask somebody, oh, are you working with someone? They almost always lie and say, yeah, you know? And you always want to give them your card or you take their information anyway. Because a lot of times they're not telling the truth. They're not working with anyone. They just don't want you to hound them. Like, you know, you go to the car lot, you go to the car lot and you're like, oh, is there anything I can do for you? No, I'm just looking. You know, you're not just looking. Your car just broke down. You need a car. So that's why you feel like the salesperson at the car lot is pushy, 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 because he also knows you need a car. <laughs> so 
it's it's that whole thing. But again, it's about not being forceful, but just promote yourself. Always bring it back to you, your business, or what it is you do. So when you're able to sell, like I make women feel good about themselves, you know, it's more than just the exterior. It's more than just the exterior. Internally, you want to see a transformation. Anytime I'm in the presence of women, I can always tell when there's something bigger, when there's something deeper going on. Wow. What is it that you do again? I'm a hairstylist. Your hair is amazing, by the way. Who does your hair? You know, <laughs> just, and even if they have a hairstylist, you always bring it back to you. Well, let me give you your card. Let me give you my card. Or, hey, let me get your information. Like, you, you seem really cool. I'm new to the area. You know, I don't know a lot of people. So let me get your information. Then you have her information. And from there, you could airdrop her your business card or... If your salon is having an event, you can invite her to the event. People love working with people. People love working with people. That's why when you see even on social media and you have people and they have style, 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 item, 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 item. And then when you talk to them, they're just like, oh, it's rough. You know, people, these people are cheap. These people are not cheap. These people want to do business with people. You got to start showing yourself. Where is a video of yourself? Where is a picture of you? You got to start showing people. You can't just keep putting quotes up there. You can't just keep putting pictures of your work. Every now and then, just, hey, girl, hey. Even if you're a coach, even if you're a hairstylist, even if you're a barber, even if you're a therapist. Now, therapist is a little different. You might just want to do some real cute little dancing stuff because, you know, we got to know that we could trust you too. So it's, it's a little different, but you can find a way to promote yourself on social media. Self-promotion is very important. So I know it's hard for you to call somebody and promote yourself, publicize yourself, show everybody what you're doing or what you have going on. But if you want to grow your business, you have to do it. And you have got to stop getting on social media and promoting everyone else's business. Like with that little stunt that Gucci pulled, I am so shocked at the people that are still promoting Gucci. You think that was a stunt? You know how many departments a product has to go through before it's released to us as a product? You mean to tell me nobody picked up on that blackface hat, that little, little ski mask thing? Nobody picked up on it or they just didn't care because they knew you would still buy Gucci. And you're still buying it. Dove, same thing. H&M. H&M was a little different. Like, I'm not mad at H&M. You know, I know a lot of you are, but I'm not mad at H&M because that, the monkey means something different to everybody. You know, I'm not going to be on here long. I just wanted to tell you, like, stop going out here promoting everybody else's business but your own especially since you have a business. You have a business. Promote your business. I promise you, I was online like, what in the ham sandwich is going on over here? 
<laughs> it's so crazy. Like, it, but I, I really think here's, here's what I think it's going on. I think that when people get on social media and promote another person's business over their own, they're not confident in what they do. Like you own a whole business. Why are you promoting another person's business? And you're not promoting your own. So you're more comfortable saying, well, hey, I am the department head of so-and-so's company. And here's what I do. Versus saying, hey, you know, I have a great business. I would love to talk to you about coming on board. You know, I love your energy. But just make a five-minute video and say that to somebody. Promote your business. Why are you promoting someone else's business like that? That is crazy. But anyway, I'm hungry now. I just wanted to get on here and say that. I want you to practice hearing yourself. I want you to practice hearing yourself talk. I want you to get a mirror and just sit in front of the mirror. I want you to look at yourself and talk. Look at yourself and listen to your voice. I want you to turn your camera on and sit in front of that camera and record yourself talking. I want you to go back and watch the video and listen to the inflection in your voice. I want you to watch your body language. I want you to watch all that stuff, all that stuff. So when somebody puts a camera in your face or a microphone in your face, it will come so natural. You probably won't remember what you said, but I promise you when you're done, all you will hear from people is you were good and you were so natural because you didn't make anything up. You answered the questions and you did what you practiced. So when you're put on the spot, it's perfection because you practiced it. You're not putting out videos. You're not self-promoting because it's easier for you to tell me about someone else versus tell me about you. Tell me about you. Tell me about you. Hi, I'm Tanya Stokes. I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. I've been living in Charlotte for almost 20 years. My son and I moved here in uh, 02. And uh, this is where we call home. I own a hair salon in the university area and I also sell real estate. I believe that everyone should have the experience of owning property. My goal is to teach people about generational wealth. My goal is to show you the cheat sheet to real estate because a lot of people don't know. And a lot of people feel like owning real estate is impossible and it's not. And you don't have to have a perfect credit score to do it. You don't. All you have to do is give me a call and let's talk about it. Let's link up and let me share the knowledge that I have and hopefully I could help you and your family start creating generational wealth through real estate. It's that easy. I'm Tanya Stokes. I'm a hairstylist. Been in this business over 20 years. When I started in the hair industry, it's me and my son. Like I decided to walk away from radio because I love the freedom of doing hair. I love the transformation I love seeing women glow from the inside out.
all of that stuff. I love having the freedom to never miss a PTA meeting, to never miss a game, to never miss a program at school. I loved it. In my son's school career, I only missed one thing, and that's because he didn't tell me about it. I love making my own schedule. I love writing my own checks. I don't get hung up on being a boss, but if that's what you call it, I love being an entrepreneur. It gives me the freedom. I can turn this mic on and say what I please. Most people that have been in my presence already know I don't hide anything. I don't mince words. The only thing I don't tell you are the things that's none of your business. But if you want to get your hair done and you want to feel good about yourself and let's talk about moving our lives from good to great, have a seat in my chair. I got you. But if you want to come in the salon and talk about people, this is not the place for you. See how easy that was for me? And it's easy because I've practiced over the years. And I want you to start doing that. And I want you to stop promoting other people's businesses. I mean, you can promote your hairstylist (laughs) and you can promote your real estate agent and your nail tech. But you know what I mean when I say that. I want you to stop doing that. I want you to stop saying, hey, my name is so-and-so. I'm the VP of such and such bank. Not if you started your own financial company, You could still be the VP of this bank, but if you started your own financial company, you should say, hi, my name is Daryl. You know, I own Daryl's Financial Services, have been doing this for about 20 years. I see where a lot of people struggle building their portfolio. So I decided I wanted to get in here and teach my people how to build a great, portfolio so that you can retire and be happy and travel and enjoy all the hard work that you've done. When I started in this business, I was a teller at the bank. And I went from being a teller at the bank to being president of the department. And because of that, because I have the codes, (laughs) because I know the way, I wanna teach you the way. So give me a call. See how easy that is? He didn't even say what bank, he still works, he still works for that bank. You don't have to mention it. And guess what he was able to do? Bring all his training from that bank, his years of training. That's the part that you're missing. Just because you just started your firm or your business does not mean that you're at ground zero. Say you just started your financial service yesterday, day one, right? But you have 20 years of financial service experience. So then when you start to self-promote, you will say, I have 20 years of experience. I have 20 years of financial experience and I want to teach you how to build a financial portfolio. So if you would just give me five minutes of your time, I could show you how to build your portfolio so that you could be the man of your family and feel proud about that. 
so you could take care of your family and you guys could retire well. See, never said the name of the company. And you corporate people have got to stop doing that. You want to get away from corporate, but you keep bringing corporate with you. Don't mention corporate. Don't mention the name of the company unless someone asks you. And then even then, you don't have to say it. You could say, well, you know, we'll talk about that another time. But, and then just move on. Once people realize what you can do for them, they really don't care where you went to school. They don't care. So that's going to do it for me. I had to jump on here and say that because, honey, that thing knocked me out this morning. I was like, why? Oh, my gosh. Why are you doing that? Why are you promoting this company when you have a company? Stop doing that. (laughs) Stop doing that. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. And I know somebody's going to have a problem with me saying that because you're probably doing it. But hey, do your thing. I'm just sharing with the people who want to hear it. Promote your business. Let people know who you are and what you're doing. Let people know who you are, what you're doing, and how you can better serve them. Let them know. Because once you get in there and you tell them what you can do for them, they don't really care where you got your training. They really don't. Now, unless you're a personal trainer now, that's different. I need to know. I need to know where you got your training because y'all could do a number on somebody's bones. And then after we're all jacked up, we find out that you didn't have any training. You went to the school of hard knocks. And that doesn't work for me because... But, uh, but, uh, all right, that's going to do it for me. I'm Tanya Stokes. I want to thank you guys for joining me on today's, um, podcast titled self-promotion. Get out there and promote thyself, promote thyself. And always remember, if you don't build your own dream, someone else will hire you to help them build theirs. Like me, I'm always looking for a new stylist (laughs) and I'm looking for a virtual assistant in the real estate game. So if you know someone, give them my number 704-756-2752. Again, it's Tanya Stokes. You can find me at info at tanyastokes.com. Send me an email. Let me know what you think about the podcast. Um, info at tanyastokes.com or if you feel you want to be on the show you want to add a little value to the show I'd love to have you on I love talking to other people also give me a call at 704-756-2752 I'm Tanya Stokes we'll talk soon bye